Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field. Harvest is off and running. Looks like it's going to be uh, similar to our summer where we're going to harvest two, three days and, and get rained out for a couple, depending on where you are, anywhere from eight-tenths of an inch of rain here in this last go-round to over three inches. So it's going to slow up harvest in some areas. But for the most part, as I talk with growers scattered around, everybody's working on uh, either their early corn uh, that's maturing uh, down pretty good for them or trying to take out fields that are in trouble itself. Here in a Pretty good swing in moistures on Livingston County yesterday in a field at 25%. Moisture coming out at two and a quarter. Uh, that's pretty good. Over in the Taswell area, moistures are running from 22 to 27%. Here in a lot of 240 on the the corn yields over there, so that's kind of exciting. Um, Seed fields just about everywhere now uh, are outstanding from a yield perspective. Hearing it from all different areas that are coming in from Taswell to to Streeter to even the um, southern Illinois areas. This sounds like the seed harvest is actually going to be very big. I'm not sure what that does for our seed contracts for next year because I'm sure we're going to be sitting on potentially a surplus of seed, but looks like the seed supply is going to be good for us itself. Uh, got some corn coming out in the streeter area and that was at 26%. And again, thinking that it's going to be close to 240 for them up there as well. Uh, talking to the guys down there in the Arthur Tuscola area. And again, harvesting in that 22 to 29% moisture, their wind damaged corn in that, um, two and a quarter range and get outside of that and, uh, back up in the 240, 250 range as well. So sounding pretty good. There is some tough fields coming out, stuff that's had a lot of water damage or a lot of stock quality issues, things like that, uh, that are getting beat around. Some of that coming out of, for instance, the Winchester area. Uh, guys down there said the moisture is down around 17%. Stock quality is very poor. Um, in their corn on soybean ground, uh, in that tougher stuff running about 200 bushel, but carrying 5 to 7% damage from the diplodia, ear rots. But worse yet, in the corn on corn, um, picking up a 30% damage uh, in their samples, looking at 49-pound test weight, running about 187 on the yield side. And that's equating to about a, a $1.35 dock. Um, heard a field over here in Mason City that went out and they were getting a 57 cent dock on the diplodia ear rot. So some of this diplodia, as we talked about earlier in podcast, it's going to be a function of wet, kind of misty, wet weather during that week of pollination with all that fresh silk and pollen. If you have a susceptible hybrid stacked on top of that in a corn on corn environment, it's going to bring trouble. This field that was at 30% uh, damage. What's that correlate or what's that look like in the field? Uh, they're telling me they had between four and five ears per thousandth of an acre that showed the diplodia white uh, kind of matted um, mold mildew on the ear itself. Uh, and if you're out there and you're finding in that four to five ear per range, my recommendation is to take it to town. I would not blend that in a bin and end up with a whole tank of, of corn that you're going to have to receive a dock on. In a situation that it does seem to 
When you take it to town right out of the field, the dock seems to be lighter. Reports of guys taking it to the bin and drying it and then taking it to town, it seems to pick up a darker color and the ratings or the, the scoring on it as far as damage goes up. So there again, I, I just make sure you're not contaminating large amounts of storage with something that's going to give you a dock later on that you have to deal with in itself. You guys will know that when you shuck those ears back. It's pretty predominant white mold from the base of the ear all the way to the top itself. Haven't heard anything on the bean front yet. As far as any harvest, again, our sudden death plots uh, do look pretty impressive yet, but nobody that I know of has reported in any bean yields uh, for us yet. So I think we may see some of that next week, weather permitting when it's sell. So I'm excited to see... Some of our earlier corn numbers that are coming out this strong, as well as even some of these fields that got a lot of damage that are that are coming out that strong as well. So um, I'm excited. I do expect to see us take a little dip on that Mother's Day planting when we didn't get the corn stands that we wanted uh, from it itself. But uh, uh, I think at least uh, the opportunity to take out some big crops is there. Now, the guys are also uh, talking to different guys that are getting their lime hauled in. And one of the things that concerns me a little bit is the quarries are starting to run out of lime, according to the reports, and there's starting to be some weights involved. So if you haven't inquired about your fall lime needs, you probably better get on that uh, so it doesn't hold you up if you're trying to do your fall tillage out there and get that done. We do have a lot of plots to harvest this fall and a lot of way wagon work to work with as well as stand counts, things like that. For you guys that are involved in our plot harvest program, any uh, amount of notice you can give us would be appreciated. The earlier the better. If you can give us a four or five day window of when these plots are coming out, it sure helps us in doing the scheduling in here and getting these plots out. On top of that, though, I want to keep everybody vigilant on their stand uh, evaluations. Is looking for standability. Be scouting these fields to make sure in what order you're going to need to harvest them. If, if you're doing a good job at scouting, nobody should get surprised with a downfield of corn. They should know which fields are going to come. And I uh, see some of that going on already, especially down the south where guys have taken the headlands off and went in and took a variety out and moved on to the next field to get the next one that's in worse shape. So, again, think about harvesting more from keeping this thing from hitting the ground. With all this moisture, there's just no way to slow down these stock rots out there. So a situation where even good-yielding corn is going to get in trouble from a standability standpoint here in the next two or three weeks if it's ripe and standing out there in this kind of moisture itself. Now, don't forget to call in those fields as you harvest them. Uh, so the guys can get in there behind you and clean up the soil sampling. So that's something that uh, will sound like a, a repeating record uh, as we do these podcasts. But I really want you guys to stay on top of that so we can stay on top of our job here. With that, um, we're off and running. So everybody have a safe and, and good harvest. Keep her moving. Keep her safe.